Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. We've come now in our journey with Jesus to one of the most famous stories in all of Scripture. Mark chapter 5, verse number 1. They came over unto the other side of the sea, into the country of the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying, and cutting himself with stones. Now, before I read to you the rest of the story, let me point something out. When God is at work, when the Lord is demonstrating His power like He just has in the previous chapter, both through His words and also through His works, uh, through His His message and His miracles, the devil's going to start fighting. There's going to be spiritual opposition. Immediately there met Him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. So uh, just Get yourself ready for it. If God is working, the devil's going to fight against that work. But then notice, not only do you see the devil here, you see the helplessness of man. And the Bible repeats it for us. No man could bind him. No, not with chains. Neither could any man tame him. Friend, there is something that must be done in our life and the lives of other people around us that no man on earth can do. They may try, but no man can do what Jesus can do. And verse 6, But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him, and cried with a loud voice, and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was there nine to the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000, and were choked in the sea. Now I'm tempted to talk to you about uh, the devil and his demons and uh, all of this devilish power. Uh, one of the things that marks the devil's work is destruction. All this violence we see in our world, what is it evidence of? It's evidence of a, of a devil, a god of this world, little g, that is full of hate and wants to destroy anything and everything he can get his hands on. One other thing that I see here is that the devil knows exactly who the Lord Jesus is. And he trembles and fears in the presence of a power greater than his own. But really, the message here is not about the devil. It's all about Christ and the difference Christ makes in a man's life. The Bible says in verse 14, They that fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they come to Jesus. And see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion, sitting and clothed and in his right mind. Now get this. And they were afraid. Wouldn't you think they'd be excited? Wouldn't you think that when Jesus finally does what they could not do, uh, that they would be thrilled and thankful? No. No, they're afraid. 
As a matter of fact, in verse 16, And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil, and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. They said, Would you please get out of here? It frightened them. You see, your attitude towards what God is doing simply reveals which side you're on. When the Lord is at work and people are excited about it, rejoicing in it, it reveals that they're on the same team. Uh, But when people begin to criticize and grumble and complain and find fault, uh, it's just evidence that they're not spiritual people and that they do not understand what God is doing. Now the contrast to these people wanting him to leave was the man wanting to stay with him. Because the Bible says in verse 18, And when he was come into the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. Do you remember our, our study of the disciples being with Jesus? This is the heart of every true disciple. I just want to be with him. Howbeit, verse 19, Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee. I want to zero in today on two little words. That's it, two words. Verse 19 says, Go home. Seems odd, doesn't it? This man wants to be with Jesus. You'd think Jesus would say, Come on, get in the ship. Go with me everywhere. But instead he says, Go home. Why? Because in going home, he was doing his greatest work for the Lord. May I say to you that your greatest work begins at home. It begins right where you are. He wanted this man to go home with a changed life, a new man, evidence of the difference Christ makes. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. He wanted this man to go home with a personal testimony of what Jesus Christ had done for him. Now the Bible says in verse 19, Go home and tell them. The cross-reference to this is in Luke chapter 8 and verse 39. And Luke records, Go home and show how great things. So is it tell or is it show? Yes. <laughs> We're to do both. Colossians 3 verse 17 says, And whatsoever you do in word or deed... We're to do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. In other words, it was both in His words and in His actions He was to reflect the difference that Christ had made in His life. One other interesting thing in comparing these scriptures, in Mark it says, Go home to thy friends. Uh, But in Luke it refers to His family. Uh, Who was it that was to see the difference that Christ had made in His life? It was both family and friends. He was to show and to tell to family and friends. What is this? I think it is one of the greatest examples in all of Scripture of the power of a personal testimony. A testimony that is present tense. A testimony that truly reveals that our God is a God of new beginnings. And the beautiful rest of the story is that God used this man. In verse 20, the Bible says, And he departed and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him, and all men did marvel. He told him to go home and begin to tell. Well, that ripple effect set in motion a a miraculous movement of God. He starts publishing in what the Bible calls here Decapolis. This was a region of ten cities. So he doesn't just restrict it to his own household. No, he begins to tell everybody what great things Jesus had done for him. I wonder what it would be like in our cities and towns, in our little communities, if every believer just started telling how great things Jesus had done for them. Has Jesus done anything for you? Has He changed your life? Has He made a difference? When did you tell somebody last? Uh, What what are you setting in motion for the Lord? Uh, Later in the record of Christ's earthly ministry, 
Jesus returns to Decapolis. Did you know when He comes back to Decapolis, He feeds 4,000 people? Have you ever asked yourself, where did those 4,000 come from? I believe in my heart that this man, whose life had been so drastically changed by Jesus Christ, had done such a good job spreading the good news that when Jesus returned, people were ready to receive Him. They were ready to follow Him. They were ready to, to listen to Him. And it all started with a personal testimony. So I want to challenge you today. If you don't know the Lord Jesus, come to Jesus. He can make the greatest change in your life. He'll make you a new person, give you a new life, eternal life. But if you've come to the Lord Jesus, it's time to go for Him. And where should you go today? You don't start by going to the foreign field. You don't start by going to strangers. Oh, you can do that, but you should start right where you are. Go home to your friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion on thee. Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.